Hey everybody, this is Cindy Fish. You are listening to the At His Feet podcast. I want to invite you today to set aside your whirlwind of busyness and mental to-do list to have a seat beside me at the feet of Jesus. Now let's pursue Him together. Thank you for listening. Hey again, I'm happy to get to bring another episode to you. I don't have a long study or anything in depth. I promise I'll do one again someday, but I've got to find the time. Anyways, I'm just bringing you a thought, um, more like the pages of my journal today, right where I'm living, um, where God has me. And also, it's 1.30 a.m. and I could not sleep And so I thought, you know what, it's time to share this. I've had it kind of rolling over and over in my mind for the last couple of months, and I finally feel like it's okay to share. So I hope this meets you today right where you are. I hope God uses it to speak to you, to give direction if needed. Be blessed. It wasn't long ago that a friend of mine reached out to me and just asked me to pray for something specific, for direction, for the will of God, all this stuff. And, you know, I'm praying for my friend and I'm saying, God, be clear. God, make yourself clear to them. God, lead them. God, let your will be accomplished in their world. I'm I'm, I'm praying and I'm, I'm saying, God, let them know what you want them to do, basically. And I feel God nudge me. I'm I'm driving down the road. I was actually, I was headed to Rayo's. If you know um, Southeast Texas area, Rayo's is my favorite coffee shop slash Italian bakery that we have. It's just, oh, it's so wonderful. Anyway, so I was headed there. And then my next stop was Marshall's. We don't have TJ Maxx, so it was Marshall's, and I was just going to waste some time, but it was going to be just a really good, normal, fun day out, me and my kids. And so this wasn't deep prayer. This wasn't anything crazy. This was just me saying, hey, God, my friend needs you, and would you just come through? Would you just speak to them? Because there's some uncertainty for them. And I felt God nudge me as I'm driving and I'm just crying for my friend. And I felt God nudge me and remind me that he's always been clear with his people. He's always been a God who speaks to his people and a God who's clear. He doesn't try to make us guess. He doesn't make us jump through crazy hoops just to hear from him or for him to move. But he's clear. And so I'm saying, okay, God, you are. You're right. You're clear. And I'm still kind of like... Okay, but speak. Speak to them. Show them what you want them to do. And he reminds me, and I go and I, of course, go look up the exact verse, but he reminds me of the cloud for the Israelites in the wilderness. And I'll read it to you. So when they finish building the tabernacle, when they finish, when, you know, something so beautiful about the tabernacle is that it says everyone brought what they had. So somehow God gives them this crazy blueprint for this tabernacle and it's detailed and he's saying, I want this, I want that, I want that. Everyone had something to give to the building of the tabernacle. Everyone had something to give to the work of God. And it's, I think that's so beautiful. And so each person comes and they bring their part. And you know what else I think is so cool? I read it before and I loved it is that when, when the Israelites were leaving Egypt, 
I want to read this in the ESV. So this is when uh, the Israelites were leaving Egypt. Moses had, had told them, had commanded them to get from, this is ESV. He had told them, it says, the people, this is um, Exodus twelve thirty five. This is right before they're exiting. The people of Israel had also done as Moses told them, for they had asked the Egyptians for silver and gold jewelry and for clothing. Verse 36, this is ESV still. And the Lord had given the people favor in the sight of the Egyptians so that they let them have what they asked. Thus they plundered the Egyptians. Basically they spoiled and they took everything that they had. But they didn't have to even do it by force. God, God gave them favor with their enemy. The, the crazy thing, why am I even bringing that up, is that that gold and some of those clothing, some of those fine linens, those things, those things were also used in the tabernacle plan. And I think when I look at that, to me, it's just that God had a plan all throughout. They were told to take those things. And so they had these people that had been enslaved for all these years. They had gold and silver and fine clothing. They were given favor. God told them to do it through Moses. And then God gave them favor to do what he had asked of them. But the whole time God had a plan and that those things would be used in the building of the tabernacle later on. God has asked something of us that we can't fulfill, that we can't follow through with. He doesn't ask us to do something. He doesn't ask us to give him something or to give something to the work of God that he hasn't already provided us with. And I love that part, but uh, that's just side note, something that I've always loved about that story. But anyway, so they all give what they've got. They give gold, they give silver, they, you know, all these things, they, they make all the linens, they do the embroidery, they, all this stuff, badger skins, you know, all, all through the line, all the things that they bring, they all bring what they can. And then God does the rest, right? And so it says, I'm in Exodus 40. It says, and this is talking about Moses. It says, and he erected the court around the tabernacle and the altar and set up the screen of the gate of the court. So Moses finished the work. So Moses, the leader, he, he puts the final piece on this. And then it goes on to say, then the cloud covered the tent of meeting And the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. When everyone brought what they could bring, the glory fell. The glory came when the plan of God was fulfilled. He come, he came. It says, um, this is verse 35, Exodus 40, 35. And it says, and Moses was not able to enter the tent of meeting because the cloud settled on it and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. The presence of God so strong that he couldn't even walk in, couldn't even go. In this verse right here is where God, the verse, the, the part of the word that God put on my heart when I was praying for my friend. And it's this Exodus 40 and 36. Throughout all their journeys, whenever the cloud was taken up from over the tabernacle, the people of Israel would set out. KJV says, and when the cloud was taken up from over the tabernacle, the children of Israel went onward in all their journeys. So they knew when to move, when the cloud moved. They followed the cloud. And maybe it wasn't a very long journey each time, even if it was just a few steps, even if it was just a mile down the road, whatever it was, wasn't a road, right? But even if it was just a mile through the desert, whatever it was, when the cloud moved, they picked up 
their things and they moved. They followed it. That's how they knew when to take the next step. God was so clear. Hey, follow me. They followed the glory. They followed the cloud. When the cloud would move, the people would move. I'm sure throughout their journey, they didn't always know the final destination. They didn't always know exactly where God was taking them. They knew the promises. They knew the words that had been spoken to them. But they didn't know how to get there or else they would have just gone. They didn't know how. They didn't know exactly how it was going to happen, how God was going to fulfill what he had promised to them over and over. The promised land, right? But all they had to know was that they had to follow the cloud. It's so simple. I know it's almost dumb, but all they had to know was that they had to follow the cloud. They had to just put one foot in front of the other and follow God's leading. If you today are looking and and you have questions in your mind or, or maybe even open doors of opportunity standing in front of you and you don't know what to do, I just want to remind you, you don't have to know the full picture. Maybe you have a call in your life where, where you know what God wants from you, but you have no clue how you'll get there. We don't have to know the full picture. That's the wonderful thing about serving and all-knowing God is He knows it all and He sees it all. He knows the end from the beginning, and we don't have to. We just have to trust Him and we have to follow Him. Your job and my job when faced with a decision when faced with what's next for us, is to just put one foot in front of the other, take the next right step, follow where God is leading. Don't look to the left, don't look to the right. We go where He wants us to go. It doesn't matter how how good an opportunity looks. We follow the cloud. It doesn't matter what blessings look like they're waiting through that next door If the cloud's not there, I don't want it. If the glory of God is not going to be there, I do not want it. I will follow the cloud. That's my job. That's your job in serving Him. God is so clear. He is so clear with us. As He was then, He is now. He's the same. He doesn't change. I know for us in different seasons, um, especially times of transition, that God's always been very clear. We've always known when it was time exactly what we were supposed to do. But I also know from experience, I don't know it all, but I do know this, is that when I'm waiting for an answer, when I'm waiting to hear from God, I quickly forget that He speaks so clear. I quickly forget how capable He is of speaking to me, and I start to think, God, where are you? I have a decision to make. God, where are you? We feel like transition is coming, but nothing looks open. It doesn't look like you're moving. Where are you, God? Why Why aren't you speaking? Why aren't you moving? Knowing something in head knowledge, knowing God speaks, knowing God's clear, knowing God will lead us in my head, doesn't always translate to my heart. And so it's my job <laughs> To remind myself, okay, it really doesn't matter what I feel. It doesn't matter if I feel confused. It doesn't matter if I feel anxious and waiting. God, I know that you're going to tell us what to do. I know that you're going to tell us the right door. I know that you're going to tell us the next step. I know that you're going to lead us. You're going to move the cloud when it's time to move. 
Maybe you're listening, though, and and you're thinking, okay, that's good for you, but I'm not hearing the voice of God clearly. I'm not hearing Him speak. I'm not seeing Him move. I have a verse for you and a challenge for you. It's a challenge for me, too. Um, It doesn't matter how long we live for God. You could live for God every day of your life, or you could be in this for a couple of months now, and you'll still have to check yourself periodically. Hey, God, am I right? There's this verse, and I think it's the start of us when His voice is unclear, when we're having trouble hearing it, when it maybe feels muffled. We start here. God, if I can't hear you, I'm going to go back and I'm going to go back to the beginning and check myself. And it's Romans 12 and 2, and this is KJV. It says, and be not conformed to this world. We've heard this a million times. You're probably wondering why I'm even saying it, Um, but we don't always read the whole verse. I feel like I don't always hear the whole verse read. It says, "Um, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. And this is the part that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. It's a commandment for us. Be not conformed to the world. We refuse to be like the world. Refuse to follow the trends. Refuse to get wrapped up in the world's point of view. Refuse to let what's common and accepted be the lens that I view every issue by. And then I allow God to renew our mind, my mind. But why? Why do I have to take a step back from the world? Why do I have to get my mind renewed? The verse says, That ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. We have to separate ourselves so that we can see clearly. So that we can hear His voice clearly. Hear what's the will of God. We all want that. We want to be in the perfect will of God. But Paul shows us here that separation and a renewed mind go hand in hand with being able to know what the will of God is in our life. Being separate is something that we choose. And when I separate, when I choose not to be conformed to the world, when I separate, when I set to separate, to not be conformed to the world, it's taking a step away from the world in doing that when I take a step back from the things of the world. It really doesn't matter what the thing is because it's kind of something different for everyone. Maybe it's music. Maybe it's media, uh, social media. Maybe, maybe it's what you're watching. Maybe it's what you're reading, what you're consuming. It really doesn't matter what it is. But when we separate ourselves from the things of the world and we draw a firm line, We take a step away from the world and we're taking a step towards God. That is literally what we're doing. We are drawing a line saying, that's not for me. I'm not going to consume that. I'm going to be different. I'm not going to be conformed to the world. I'm not going to do what the rest of the world does. I don't care who says it's normal. And I'm taking a step back. So I'm taking a step towards God. When I take a step towards Him, I hear Him a lot clearer that you may know the will of God. So if you're if you've listened and, and like I said, if, if the voice of God has not been clear for you, there's one reason I think. And it's that everything else is so loud and you are so distracted 
and you can't hear him clearly. So take a step away. Draw some lines. Separate yourself from the world. I don't care who says anything goes. I don't care who says we can push every issue. I really don't care. I don't care who says it. Man, I am not going to go off right now. (laughs) I, I mean it, though. It's okay to take a stand for things no one else is taking a stand for. When I separate myself from what is normal, what is worldly, I'm taking a step towards God, and I want to hear His voice clearly. And that's what that does for us. So if you're looking for the will of God in your life and His voice isn't clear, you do that first. You One, hey, let me check myself. Let me check my priorities. Let me check my influence. What's influencing me? Let me look across the board and just check myself. And if I've done that, and if I am living that, if I am living a separate life, I'm able to know the will of God. It's that simple. I can hear his voice. He can speak to me. And he will. Be patient. and Let him speak. Give him time. But I want to finish that passage about the cloud. I read that for my friend. God gave me that for my friend. Um, move when the cloud moves. Follow the cloud. You know the will of God by where the cloud is. You follow where God leads you. It's that simple. We don't have to make it complicated. And we don't. But then the verse continues here. So we just earlier we read Exodus 40 and 36 throughout all their journeys. Whenever the cloud was taken up from over the tabernacle, the people of Israel would set out. So when the cloud would lift, they would they would pack up and they would set out. Verse 37, and this is where God spoke to me and gave me an answer on what I needed on something I'd been praying about, on something I needed direction for. This is still ESV. Exodus 40 in verse 37, it says this, But if the cloud was not taken up, then they did not set out till the day it was taken up. Man, this is just like a, it's a simple, it's so simple, but it's words to live by. We move when the cloud moves. We stay when it doesn't stay when it doesn't move proof that we could do the right thing in rushed timing and put ourselves in a situation where we are attempting to do it without God I don't know about you but I don't want to do life without the presence and approval of God can you imagine what it would have been like for Israel if they hadn't stayed when the cloud stayed If they'd said, we're tired of this location, we're tired of what we're doing here, we're ready for what's next, let's go, let's pack up and go, who cares about the presence of God, let's get out of here. They would have forfeited the miracles and provisions of God because they could not wait. Of course, the wilderness wasn't ideal. Of course, it wasn't their desired location. Of course, they were looking forward to the beauty of the promised land, the abundance of the promised land, the blessings of the promised land. But the wilderness is where God was leading them. It was where God was trying to grow them. It was where God was teaching them to trust Him and serve Him. God was their source in the wilderness. They had nothing else to depend on but Him. If they would have chosen to move when the cloud hadn't moved, 
They would be leaving the supernatural provision that they got to encounter every single day. They would have been leaving that behind. So why? Why am I saying this? Why does this matter? Because we can get so anxious in waiting for the next season. We can get discontent with where God has us currently. Maybe it's a place that's not ideal. Maybe it's a place that's uncomfortable, a place that God's using to grow you, a place that God's using to teach you to trust Him and serve Him, a place where whether whether you realize it or not, He is your source. Sometimes where God has us, where the cloud is staying and it ain't moved in a really long time, sometimes it's uncomfortable Sometimes it's a place of sacrifice for us. Sometimes it's a place of inconvenience. But we can't rush the next step. Move if the cloud moves. Go for it. Walk through the door if God tells you to. But until he says to walk through it, until he says to pack up and move, don't you dare do it. Don't rush the next step. I promise you don't want to push doors open for yourself or your family and move before the cloud moves. It's a jumble of my thoughts. I don't really, I didn't really have notes. I had a couple of scriptures, but um, I hope, I hope this helps you. I hope, I hope you understand. I hope my thoughts are cohesive today. We'll end here. Um, whether God's telling you to take a step or to stay put, cling to his voice and obey. You can never go wrong when you follow the cloud. We will never mess it up by following the cloud. Thank you for listening. I'll talk to you next time.